Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Judges chapter 13, and we're going to call this one, Do the Best You Can. I mean, I don't know if you've ever had a moment when someone gave you news and you didn't quite know if that was good news or bad news. <laughs> what do you do when you get news when you're like, okay, all right, you know, I'm, I'm just going to have to do the best I can. Well, that is exactly what's going to happen as we have probably the most infamous person in the entire book of Judges. He is making his debut in today's chapter, and that is the man Sam, Samson, also known as Samson and Delilah, also known as the guy with the long hair, the guy that you don't want to mess with, and the guy who never needs to get his hair cut. <laughs> We're going to get into all of that in just a moment, but before we do that, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this on the YouTube channel. It really helps us on our road to 1,000. Make sure you are liking and commenting and all of that on the videos, but also on the podcast, leave us a five-star review. Let us know what we can do to make this better. We want to be getting better all the time. This is intended to be a resource for you. And so if you can let us know how we can resource you more, that's a blessing to us. You're going to offend me with constructive, please constructive criticism. And also the rallying point for all of us is the Facebook group, the Bible Breakdown Discussion, where we're just going on there and we are just digging and finding God's word to be more and more relevant than we could ever imagine. And that team over there is doing a great job. And I want to say thank you to them for all their hard work. Well, if you have your Bibles and you want to open them up with me to Judges chapter 13, this is the beginning of a several chapter story about one of the most infamous people in the entire Old Testament, really, a guy who gets a lot of press by the name of Samson. He is so very interesting of a character because there's really more to not like about him than to like about him. But at the same time, he captures the imagination because of what God did in his life. And so what we're going to do is we're going to read this story. And two of the people that don't really get a lot of information about this or really get a lot of respect is Samson's mom and dad. I mean, I've known people throughout my life who have had children who were born with various types of special needs, you know, from just various different things. And it's a very difficult journey for them because there are no really good roadmaps on how to best raise a child who has very specific needs, very specific situations. Well, imagine an angel shows up to you and says, you're going to have a very special kid. <laughs> so you need to raise them in a very special way. Well, I don't know. Is that good news? <laughs> is that bad news? I guess it's just news. What do you do? You do what a lot of my wonderful, wonderful friends with special needs kids, and that is I see it as an honor, and I'm going to just do the best I can. Because at the end of the day, that's all God asks us to do with the life he has given us. He, do you ever notice God doesn't ask us to be success? He asks us to be faithful and do the very best we can with what he has given us. Well, we're going to read this together and see how this moment, and I'm not entirely sure if this is a wonderful moment or not. I, I think it is a wonderful moment. But imagine the weight that is going to be felt by this mom and this dad as they find out that their kid is going to be the next judge of Israel. So if you're ready, we're going to read Judges chapter 13, verse 1, about the birth of Sammy the Samson. Here we go, verse 1. 
Again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. Lord, help us. So the Lord handed them over to the Philistines who oppressed them for 40 years. That's a long time. Verse 2. In those days, a man named Manoah of the tribe of Dan lived in the town of Zorah. His wife was unable to become pregnant, and they had no children. The angel of the Lord appeared to Manoah's wife and said, Even though you have been unable to have children, you will soon become pregnant and give birth to a son. So be careful. You must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink or eat nor eat any forbidden food. You will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and his hair must never be cut. For he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth, and he will begin to rescue Israel from the Philistines. Now pause. Now what, what is a Nazarite? Well, if you read in the uh, five books of Moses in the Torah, you could do what's called a Nazarite vow. And for most of the time, it was a specific vow for a specific period of time that you would make to God for a specific reason. And during that time, you couldn't cut your hair, you couldn't touch a dead body, and you couldn't uh, do something else. I forget the third one now. You couldn't touch a dead body, you couldn't cut your hair, oh, and you couldn't drink any alcohol. You couldn't even eat grapes. I mean, it's just, it's just part of the vow. It's what it was. Those three things you couldn't do because you were giving those things as an act of worship to God. And so what they are telling, they're, they're, this angel is saying about Sam, to Samson's parents about Samson, if he's not going to make a covenant to God for a season, he's going to make it for a lifetime. Like, I'm going to have my hand on his life for a long time, his entire life. And so you need to dedicate him to me from the very beginning. So once again, a Nazarite couldn't cut their hair, couldn't touch a dead body, and they couldn't drink any alcohol, anything made with grapes. So they're saying, so mom, while you're pregnant, go ahead and start that vow. Verse 6, the woman ran and told her husband, a man of God appeared to me. He looked like one of God's angels, terrifying to see. I didn't ask him where he was from, and he didn't tell me his name. But he told me, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you must not drink wine or any other alcoholic drink, nor eat any forbidden food. For your son will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from the moment of his birth until the day of his death. Then Manoah prayed to the Lord, saying, Lord, Please let this man of God come back to us again and give us more instructions about this son who is to be born. God answered Benoah's prayer, and the angel of God appeared once again to his wife as she was sitting in the field, and her husband Manoah was not with her. So she quickly ran and told her husband, The man who appeared to me the other day is here again. Manoah ran back with his wife and asked, Are you the man who spoke to my wife the other day? Yes, he replied, I am. So Manoah asked him, when your words come true, what kind of rules should govern this boy's life and work? The angel of the Lord replied, be sure your wife follows the instructions I gave her. She must not eat grapes or raisins, drink wine or any other alcoholic drink or any forbidden food. Then Manoah said to the angel of the Lord, please stay here and we can prepare a young goat for you to eat. I will stay, the angel of the Lord replied but I will not eat anything. However, you may prepare a burnt offering as a sacrifice to the Lord. Manoah didn't realize that this was the angel of the Lord. Pause real quick. That's why the Bible is referring to this angel as an angel of the Lord, but they're saying this man of God because they don't realize that this is an angel yet. Okay, verse 17. Then Manoah asked the angel of the Lord, what is your name? For when all this comes to tr true, I want to honor you. Why do you ask my name? The angel of the Lord replied. It is too wonderful for you to understand. Now pause. Now also remember, 
because this is in the time of Judges, it is extremely important that this angel not tell Manoah his name because these fools are liable to worship him. <laughs> so they're, he's like, no, no, no. It, my, my name is, is, a, is a holy angelic name. It's, you're, uh-uh. don't, no, no, just, just honor the Lord. That's what you need to worry about. All right, verse 19. Then Manoah took a young goat and a grain offering and offered it on a rock as a sacrifice to the Lord. And as Manoah and his wife watched, the Lord did an amazing thing. As the flames from the altar shot up toward the sky, the angel of the Lord ascended in the fire. When Manoah and his wife saw this, they fell with their faces to the ground. The angel did not appear again to Manoah and his wife. Manoah finally realized it was the angel of the Lord. And he said to his wife, Oh no, we will certainly die, for we have seen God. But his wife said, You fool, (laughs) if the Lord were going to kill us, he wouldn't have accepted our burnt offering and grain offering. He wouldn't have appeared to us and told us this wonderful thing and done these miracles. When her son was born, she named him Samson. And the Lord blessed him, and he grew. And the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he lived in Manadan, which is located between the towns of Zorah and Eshtol. So, what can we learn from this? Throughout our life, there's going to be times when God is going to give us opportunities. I don't know if for you what that may be, the opportunity to marry into a family that already is a family. You know, maybe you're a, a husband or a wife that's marrying into a family that someone's already got kids and you're going to have an opportunity and you're not sure if it's good news or bad news because you've never been that way before. Maybe it's to start a new business or maybe it's to start a new career or maybe it's to start a brand new relationship after another one doesn't work out. In life, there's going to be opportunities to do something new and you're not entirely sure if it's going to be good news or bad news. I don't know how this is going to turn out. Well, can I tell you, one of the best things for all of us to do is to have the response that Manoah's wife had. You know, he was like, man, we're going to die because of all this. And she said, wait a minute. If God were going to kill us, he would not have given us this opportunity. And so it's the idea that if God leads you to it, he's going to give you the grace to see it through. And God has already put within inside of you the gifts, talents, abilities, experiences and opportunities that you need to do exactly what he's called you to do. And so I would encourage you, whatever God has put in front of you, if he's put an open door in front of you, I would encourage you to walk through it, to walk through it with a sense of honor that God would call you to this, but also with a sense of, I have to have you, God, that if I'm going to do this thing, if I'm going to walk through this door, I have to believe that you're going to give me the tools I need to make it. And as we're going to see, their job was to raise Samson. Everything else was on him. They did their job, but then at some point they have to turn over Samson to the Lord and let the Lord do what he's going to do. And Samson makes a mess of it. (laughs) But that's not on them. That's on him. And that's all we can do is do the very best we can and let the Lord do the rest. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, God, that all throughout our life, some would say, You could see life as a series of open and closed doors. I don't know if I agree with all of that, but I definitely know there are always seasons and series of doors that are opening and closing around us. I pray for everybody listening and watching this right now, Lord, that you'll close the wrong doors. You'll open the right doors. Help us to realize that if you open the door, Lord, then you also have grace to see us through that door. And if you close that door, it's because the grace you have for us is somewhere else. I pray we will trust your sovereignty. 
We will trust your love in us, and that will always give us confidence to take the next step into all you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Don't forget, the reason why the nation of Israel is in this mess is because Judges chapter 17 says, In those days the king had no, or the Israel had no king. All the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. So the lesson for us is don't do life your way, do life God's way. It ends out a whole lot better. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Judges chapter 14. Mm-hmm.